What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? You are now tuned in to the King Speaks podcast. I am your host, King Genesis. That moniker is an acronym that simply means God's youth need education, so I speak. Now, without further delay, your information, education, and inspiration is on the way. Welcome back to another episode of the King Speaks podcast. I'm very excited. Today is a particularly special episode. Um, Today's topic will actually be crossroads in communication. And I'm excited because I got a very special guest um, on the episode today. Uh, My kids know her as mommy. Um, I call her babe. Um, But you guys can get to know her as Queen Nikki. All right. So but before we get into that, we're going to talk a little bit about um, what I mean when I say crossroads in communication. Uh, You know, when you're traveling down the road and oftentimes you get to a crossroad and the crossroad represents a decision that you have to make. You can either choose to move forward. um, You can choose to move, uh, turn left, turn right, or you can choose to turn around and go back the direction uh, you were coming from. So as it relates to communication, uh, we'll just say if we move forward, that will represent us continuing to move in the same direction we're going. Um, if we turn left, um, that would send us in the wrong direction. And if we turn around, then we are refusing to better our communication skills. However, if we make that right turn, then we are on the path to effective communication. So again, Again, today's topic is crossroads in communications, and we need to first understand or overstand, as I like to say, that communication is a key factor in establishing, building and maintaining healthy relationships. Now, with that said, I'm going to bring our guest on uh, Queen Nikki Pope. Hello, 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 everyone. Uh, Thank you so much, King G. King Genesis for having me on. Um, I think that this topic that you've included me in is going to be a phenomenal one. It's a large topic, um, but I think we can definitely tackle it with your expertise, that is. Oh, don't be (laughs) flattering me on the air. Okay, check this out. Now, uh, when we're talking about establishing, uh, building, and maintaining healthy relationships, uh, let's kind of um, elaborate on what we mean when we say establishing, will you? Oh, absolutely. So establishing is pretty much the groundwork that that it takes. So even when we're talking about uh, establishing relationships with people, uh, be it personal, professional or spiritual, um, you have to want to. That's the initial uh, piece of it in my perspective, um, because if you don't want to you know, establish a relationship with someone, then you you just will refuse to do so. So um, that's the groundwork that goes into it. Okay. So you mean um, brand new relationships, right? Yes. Um, Brand new relationships. Voluntary, correct? Voluntary as well as involuntary. (laughs) Wait, wait, what you mean? Involuntary? Like you can't make me be in a relationship that I don't want to be in. So when you say involuntary, you got to let the listeners know what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So I'll I'll say this. So in terms of involuntary, um, think about it. When you get hired on a job, though you may have met the hiring manager, your colleagues co-workers they were already there before you got there so um you can have a healthy relationship with those colleagues 
or, you know, maybe not so healthy. Also, in when we're talking about going to church, if you go to church, those that congregation was already there. The leadership mm-hmm. may have already been there. Um, so you can establish a relationship with them or not. So those are just a couple of examples okay. of involuntary. <laughs> All right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. So now um, we got what establishing means. All right. Be it voluntary or involuntary. OK, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, and I hope it do to the listeners as well. Now, let's elaborate on what we mean when we're talking about building uh, healthy relationships. Let's talk about that word building. So building, um, when you think of building a home, you first have the blueprint. That's the communication piece. Uh, You lay that down first and then you uh, have a conversation with the builders or the contractors, what have you, to um, to kind of get that idea off of the ground. And then you continue to move in a direction that will uh, benefit the overall goal of um, of, you know, building that home. So when we're talking about building with um, a, a person, um, like I said, profesh- professional, personal or spiritual or, you know, what have you, then you have to do what it takes to continue that relationship and to foster um, that communication piece with that person to let them know if you're important, um, if this is not going in the direction that you want it to go in, and also get an understanding of what communication looks like between you and that person so that I can continue to be healthy. Okay, so it's probably safe to say uh, building would probably be um, in re- as it relates to an existing relationship, right? Yes, Continuing yes. existing relationship. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Now, uh, when we say maintaining, um, you know, I think when we talk about maintenance, we're talking about, I, will, I like to say um, uh, preventative maintenance is a lot cheaper uh, than a repair. Uh, so me, you know, I like to walk around the house and try to maintain things. If I see some things need some work, I like to try to uh, maintain it and, 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 and prevent it from, um, let's say, uh, breaking down more, so to speak, even as it relates to vehicles. I like to go get the vehicles checked out to make sure that, you know, they're going to be safe for us to ride when we ride. You get one coming from. So maintaining um, in your from your perspective, um, elaborate on that for our listeners. OK, so in as it relates to maintaining um, kind of what I said about building, just knowing the direction that the relationship needs to go. So, um, and the, the way to effectively communicate with one another. So if my nonverbal cues aren't being, you know, um, accepted, or if you need me to verbalize a little bit more in the relationship, then you have to communicate that in order for it to uh, sustain itself in the long run, because, a lot of times, and I know myself, and I'm I'm super guilty, and you know somebody can can chime in and help <laughs> help save me, but <laughs> I know I'm guilty of living inside of my head. I'll make up a, a full scenario in my head. I'll answer the question in my head. True and, statement. <laughs> <laughs> my and, bad. And fail to actually um, bring in the other person, and it's not intentional, um, but perfect practice makes perfect. Not just practice makes perfect because I've practiced living in my head all my mm-hmm. life, but it's perfect practice. It's that person who said, hey, speak out loud so I can be included so we can figure this thing out together. So, you know, just coming outside of your head and knowing that, OK, this is a problem. 
let me do what it takes to maintain this relationship with this person by kind of meeting them where they are and and asking for a little bit of uh, mercy from them as well um, in terms of, uh, okay, like I've lived inside my head all my life. So you have to, you know, bear with me a little bit as I try. And so it's a give and take when we're talking about maintaining healthy relationships so that's just my perspective on that gotcha now say what you said again about the perfect practice oh okay so we always hear um growing up that practice makes perfect but if you practice the wrong way then that's that's going to be your outcome but if you practice it perfectly then that oftentimes is the results that you'll get because you can practice you know i like i said i practice speaking inside of my head and being quiet, but that helps no one if they can't hear what I'm saying in order for us to build and work on that communication piece. All right. So maybe it's safe to say that perfect practice prepares for perfect execution, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. You see what I'm saying? All right. Now, <laughs> when, 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 when we say perfect, now we know that's a strong word and we don't want anybody to um, get discouraged because they feel, well, you know, I can't obtain perfection. Now, as long as you have a high goal set to obtain, right? Um, who is it? Uh, Les Brown that said, if you reach for the stars, right? Um, even if you don't reach the stars, you'll still land among the skies. You did what I'm saying? So uh, perfect practice prepares you for perfect execution. Um, and we can't execute properly if we haven't planned. All right. And poor planning. Right. Mm -hmm. That prepares you uh, for poor execution. Yeah, so poor. we don't want poor execution because um, I think it was one of them rappers that said um, conversation rule the nation. And, and I dig that line. You know what I mean? I kind of like that line. Um, but what I'm going to say is um, effective communication um, is a better statement. Effective communication um, can rule the nation. Um, and what I'm talking about with that being said is you can have a conversation but if you and I are not understanding each other's language, uh, then there's a language barrier, um, meaning that if I'm speaking, you're not understanding what I'm saying. You may be nodding your head and saying yes, but you're not effectively communicating because we can't truly understand one another. Mm -hmm. And again, when we're talking about establishing, building and maintaining healthy relationships. All right. We're talking about personal uh, professional, uh, spiritual or whatever, as it relates to you. Um, now, as Queen Nikki um, described earlier, uh, professional experience, an example of that would be um, in a corporate structure, in a uh, job setting or business settings. In most cases, when you apply um, and get a position at a new job, your coworkers are already there. So that's a um, basically an involuntary uh, working relationship. Now, you can choose to build upon that and maintain it in a healthy way or in an unhealthy way. Um, also, talking about personal relationship, an example of a personal relationship would be the marriage between myself and Queen Nikki here, right? Now, we just can't expect our marriage to work outright uh, if we get up every day and, and continue and doing whatever we think in our head or creating whatever scenarios that we like to create in our head. We have to actually effectively work um, towards building and maintaining that relationship that has been established through our marriage, right? Um, and spiritual, when we talk about 
spiritual. Again, if you go to church, um, congregations are already there. Um, you didn't get to choose um, necessarily who you get to sit by. And from time to time, occasionally, in most cases, uh, the perfect scenario is every week there are more people coming to join that congregation. And you can't be so caught up in yourself that you fail to communicate effectively to build the spiritual relationship that you need to build with one another. And I may even dare to say, as it relates to spirituality, how can we effectively build a relationship with our heavenly father if we don't know how to communicate to him? Um, and I think that's a lot of the reasons why people struggle in their faith. I know me personally, that's a reason why I was struggling in my faith, because I'm hearing these things that the preacher was saying and I'm hearing what other people are saying. But myself, I hadn't personally experienced that because I hadn't been working on a personal relationship with God, meaning I didn't take time out to um, talk to him um, for myself. And I didn't take time to sit and quiet myself in an effort to listen, to hear and recognize his voice. Or um, I didn't take time to read uh, the word of God, as we know it, to uh, try and find out what his plan is for my life. See, that's communication. Once we read uh, the word of God, that's communicating. He's communicating with us through uh, what he's delivered to whomever is responsible for um, writing this um, scripture or word that we're reading. So um, any relationship needs communication um, because at the end of the day if we're not able to communicate effectively then what are we doing right right absolutely all right so um again what we're talking about is crossroads in communication all right so now what i want you to think about is the next time you reach that crossroad in your communication be it with a spouse a significant other um even with your children all right let's talk about that uh because we got kids over here you know what i'm saying i got five kids you know what i'm saying in case y'all didn't know and all five of my children they're different right so when we communicate with our children we can't communicate with all five children the exact same way Right. Because they they process differently. Uh, they listen differently and they respond differently. All right. So we have to build the relationship with them so that we know how to effectively communicate so that our words don't fall upon deaf ears because we want results. That's the whole purpose for communication. You want to reach the ultimate result, which is either an agreement or either accomplish a specific goal. Case in point, when you and I if we're talking and we having an, a disagreement, right? The thing that used to bother me the most, and I, don't, I hope you don't mind me, you know, putting this out there, but transparency is what I'm doing over here on the King Speaks podcast. So I want my listeners to know that they're not the only ones going through whatever it is they're going through. And they need to know and see a point of reference so that they can believe and have confidence that even they can endure and persevere and get through to the other side of that problem, right? So when you use that word processing, it used to bother me because I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to communicate what I'm trying to say. And you over there ain't responding. You ain't looking at me. And and then when I ask you, you know, are you listening? Your response was always, I'm processing. Now me, I'm a communicator. That's what I do. All right. I talk. Okay. God bless me with that gift. Now I'm learning how to use that gift to speak life 
as opposed to negativity. I'm building as opposed to destroying. I'm maintaining, right? As opposed to allowing things to break down and need repair. So when you say processing, it used to drive me crazy because I'm like, <laughs> it don't take that long. You know what I'm saying? We can go and solve this problem right here, right now, because that's what I do. I'm a husband. I fix things. You know what I'm saying? Something break around the house, I got to fix it. If I feel like something is broken in my relationship with my wife, I got to fix that. You understand what I'm saying? So can you uh, elaborate right now, you know what I'm saying, on your your thought process at the time while you were processing um, whatever the scenario may have been? Okay. So for me, like I stated, I, I lived inside my head. And so knowing that I'm, I'm married to an individual who uh, communicates uh, outside of his head, he, he, he works out anything verbally. And I work out things internally. So um, when I say that I'm processing, what I'm doing is I'm I'm quieting myself. Um, I'm removing whatever frustrations um, that may have, you know, generated as a result of the conversation itself. And then I'm trying to put myself in, you know, your shoes or just remove my personal feelings because I don't want my feelings to overshadow what the ultimate goal is. Now, granted, I used to process for a long time and it, and it wasn't <laughs> necessarily <laughs> process for a long time. And it wasn't that I was always processing. I have to be honest and transparent since that's what we're doing. Sometimes I would just be stubborn. I don't want to talk. See and so I, I would say that I'm processing, you know, in order to just get you off my back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Trying to set your boy up, y'all. She trying to set your boy up. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, so, so that was my, that was my defense mechanism because being with somebody that you say that you love and you care about, you don't want to hurt them. You know, it was never malicious. Um, my intentions is never again to tear anyone down. So, you know, before mm -hmm. I speak something that I can't retract, or even if I apologize for, you'll still remember what I said. So I mm -hmm. just, I have to quiet myself um, before I respond and send, and like I said, I would try and work through my feelings first get out of my feelings and stop being salty <laughs> and then uh, respond appropriately. Did it work all the time? No. <laughs> but, but check this out. What I will say is one thing that you used to say, it always stuck in my mind and it's like you planted a seed. You was like, um, you know, when I get in my feelings and I'm like, I don't want to talk about it no more. Right. I want to walk away because I'm not getting the results that I want. So the mm -hmm. communication is not going the way that I thought it was going to go. So is it safe to say that we were at a crossroad? Yeah, we were definitely <laughs> at a crossroad because we had to choose which direction right, we was right. going to go. You know what I'm saying? But this thing that you used to say, what was it? Um, um, you don't have to listen, but that truth, but that truth still is still going to be ringing in those ears. Yeah, and absolutely. I found that to be a true fact, right? If the, the seed of truth is planted properly, right? Now we got to plant these seeds with the intent to build up and not tear down. Mm -hmm. All right. Because the tongue is a mighty, mighty, mighty thing, right? It's small, but it's powerful. You understand what I'm saying? And in the tongue, we got the power of life, and we got the power of death. All right. And with our mouths, we can uh, basically uh, make someone whole or we can tear them down further. All right. Mm -hmm. So when you plant the seeds of truth in a loving and a kind and a respectful way. Right. That seed will always take root and it will spring forth positive results. Now, on the contrary, on the opposite side. Now, if we're using words to tear down case mm -hmm. in point, let's talk about a professional uh, communication oh. and professional um, relationships. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, business, a corporate uh, structure mm -hmm. or a job. Mm -hmm. 
uh, those who are in authority, not just even in jobs, but those who are in positions of authority, um, leadership, right? They often feel as though their position gives them a right, right, to basically talk to people however they would like to talk to people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that has always been a problem for me because I'm just I'm just not the kind of person you just you just can't talk to me any kind of way. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, God is still working with me on that. Uh, but I, I haven't reached the point to where you can just say what you feel like saying to me and, 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 and it's going to be OK mm -hmm. because I still got to work on not uh, reacting, but responding. So sometimes I'll react, you know what I'm saying? Out of my instinct or out of my flesh, so to speak, you dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I had to process things, you know what I'm saying? So that I can respond appropriately. Now, um, from your experience working in corporate America, how does it make you feel when an employer, supervisor, manager, or whatever it may be, when they get upset because something may not be going the way they want and they just lash out, you know what I mean? How does that make you feel? It makes me feel inferior. Um, it makes me feel as if this person is demeaning uh, the value that I bring, you know, whether it's a it's a bad day that they're going through. My worth is still my worth and what I offer is still what I offer. Um, and there is a, a way to verbalize that without making the other person feel less than um, mm -hmm. because it's just that's a way to tear down that person's self-confidence confidence in what they're doing and you know a person like me uh I would you know venture off to say that I'm looking for another job because you you feel disrespected right and and respect is a two-way street and so if this person in leadership in that leadership role wants to respect and they have to give it so um unfortunately I've experienced that uh personally and i've experienced that vicariously through you know other people that i've i've been around meaning that i've seen them you know be uh talked to in a in a manner that that wasn't conducive to the person that they are because mm -hmm. we all regardless of age color gender you know etc cetera, etc cetera, regardless of any of those things respect is universal respect goes a long way and so if you don't offer that respect then again you've reached a, a crossroads in communication you can't have an effective workforce if you're not offering that respect to them wow very well said queen i like that you know what i'm saying i give you a high five but can't nobody see it you know what i'm saying hey now check this out um now on the opposite side now um, I'm sure you've been in scenarios where the manager, supervisor, boss, or what have you, they were able to effectively communicate in an effort to empower uh, the employee. Uh, now, let's talk about that for a minute. We know how it makes you feel to be talked down to. Now, imagine the scenario where you're at work and the boss is more focused on uh, doing what's right as opposed to being right. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Now, how would that make you feel? So I, I actually, I didn't get a chance to share with you, but I actually experienced that here recently. So we were on a Zoom call because unfortunately during our, these times right now, we're doing that everything. Rona, that Rona <laughs> got everybody working from the house. Right. So we were on a um, doing our meeting virtually um, on a Zoom call and someone asked a question that in a, in a previous role, they asked about a position within the company. And right. that would mean that this person would leave 
where they are now to be hired somewhere else, still within the company, just not on this, on our current supervisor's team. And so I initially, I was cringing because mm-hmm. I thought like, oh man, I'm not sure how my supervisor is going to respond <laughs> because you're going to lose a person. Right. But I was so impressed with the fact that she could have easily said, you know, this is what you do and left it at that. But mm-hmm. she expounded upon ways in which this, my colleague could not only get the position, but grow past the position. Mm. And and that was very impressive to me nice. because I have, I had never seen that before. In, at you, this, you had a, not a never I seen had that. Not a never. <laughs> <laughs> at this job, you know, I've seen it in other places, but at this job, um, in this facility, I had never seen that before. And so I thought that was excellent. And, and it even let the, you know, it gave the colleague, it gave her hope. It made her feel mm, empowered. Hope. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it it made her feel empowered, and it nice. wanted it forced her to you know reach for her goals, but also acknowledge where she got that you know that help from that good communication. This was a supervisor who wasn't focused on being right, mm-hmm. but she did the right thing and went above and beyond her call of duty at that time. So it was it was a beautiful thing to witness. I can dig that. Now check it out. Um, as opposed to um personal. Now, let's say those times when you was driving me crazy talking about processing, but on the low, you was really trying to shut your boy up. You understand (laughs) what I'm saying? Now, could the root cause of that shutdown or that extended period of processing, so to speak, uh, could that have been because of my ineffective method of communication? Could it been the fact that maybe I was talking at you um, as opposed to talking to you? So the words were they were leaving my mouth, but they were kind of making it to the ear and not really making it inside the ear. Mm, Right. Because it was a a, a guard set up or something like that. Could could, could that be the case? Expound on that for me. Absolutely. Um, Because my my family and I love them dearly, (laughs) um, but (laughs) we don't uh, verbally talk much and so um my my home life was really quiet and you know it was almost a whisper but then you know I got married to an individual who's a little bit more boisterous hey, don't and, tell so, me. <laughs> and so when you would communicate with me unfortunately I only heard the level in which mm-hmm. you were communicating and so that level was a deterrent for me being able to effectively hear what you were saying mm-hmm. I would automatically shut down right. and that's why I think I had to process a lot longer because I had to go back and hit rewind and actually hear all of what you were saying mm-hmm. in order to make an, a, a decision on how we were going to address the issue and move forward. So they did fall on deaf ears a little bit, but we did compromise. <laughs> we came to a compromise in our communication. We decided that I would process a little less, mm-hmm. but you would also give me the space to Absolutely. process. Absolutely. And so we, we reached the compromise. So that was so, good. So at that crossroad, we decided to make a right turn and we head did, in the right we direction. We, 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 right. Surrender and no retreat. So we couldn't go backwards. I ain't no. going back. I ain't going back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Now check this out. Now, um, we definitely this is a big, 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 big topic. Um, so we may have to continue this um, in another episode. I don't know. It depends. Um, but right now, let's talk about the last point, which is the spiritual point. Now, we've dealt with the, the personal relationship, the professional relationship. Now, let's deal with the spiritual relationship, because now we as people now we are to uh, basically honor and respect um, our neighbors, our fellow man, our fellow human beings. You understand what I'm saying? With the same level of love and respect that we expect from our heavenly father. 
father. You get what I'm saying? And, you know, I talk to our kids all the time about um, not fighting each other and communicating with each other and helping one another. Right um, now, imagine what it would be like if God talked to us the way that some of these bosses or the way I was communicating to you, which is ineffectively. Now, imagine if every time we went to God for something, God started yelling and screaming at us and and using profanity while talking to us. That would basically push us away from him. And therefore, we would not be able to build or even establish a relationship with him. Am I right? You're absolutely right. One hundred percent, because who wants to? go and be demeaned who wants to go and you know you know that the result is going to be a a, a tongue lashing if you will like that is that will be counterproductive to growing establishing building and definitely maintaining that Mm -hmm. relationship because you know unless you are a a masochist and you (laughs) you enjoy that that punishment um any anyone else who's who's not or who doesn't subscribe to masochism um you you want something that's respectful and that can Mm -hmm. um give and take i'm gonna be real i don't even know what that word is you know what i mean and she do me like this all the time she be throwing words out there and see that's another problem with communication like i can't communicate effectively if i don't know what you're saying like you know what i'm saying if you insulting me or we having a disagreement you know i don't even get offended because i don't even know what you said you know what i'm saying so anyway you know um we gonna in closing, we gonna wrap it up, you know, because we really running out of time. We don't want to take too much of your time. We know you got to get back to doing whatever it is you're doing in your day to day endeavors. But basically, what we want you to walk away with, again, we need to understand, right, that communication is a key factor, right, in establishing, building, and maintaining healthy relationships. And that's what I want you to walk away from this episode with the mentality. I want that, that truth to be ringing in your ears. Every time you get ready to open your mouth and speak to somebody, I need you to be mindful of, you can either build this relationship or tear this relationship down. Listen, I need your help. If you've been enjoying the King Speaks podcast, then I need for you to go ahead and click the support option to support this podcast with a monthly donation as little as 99 cents to help sustain future episodes. Also, don't forget to follow me at King Genesis on Instagram and Twitter and Genesis Pope on Facebook. Thank you. What's happening, King? What's happening, Queen? I want to thank you for taking time to listen in. That's going to be a wrap for this episode. Hey, listen, gravity and negative energy is always at work to pull you down. That's why on the King Speaks podcast, we don't say hold it down. We say hold it up now. So until next week, hold it up, King. Hold it up, Queen. Go in peace.